We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. If you are just graduating college, if you are starting your career, if you're looking to get married, if you're wondering whether you should have kids, all of these are really important, life-changing decisions. And most of the time, we spend a ton of time focusing and thinking upon these things. But, you know, Jordan, one of the things we don't really spend a lot of time thinking about that does go into the will of God, Mm. uh, the clothes we wear, Mm. the food we eat, the movies we watch, the music we listen to, all of these things, um, God has a will toward those things. Uh, And the question is, how do we find that will in both the really big things Mm -hmm. and also what we would consider the really small things? And I think... What would, what it boils down to is what does obedience to Christ yeah. look like? And I think obedience is the key word there um, because well, I was thinking about uh, in our previous segment, um, Christ is described as a king. He is a king mm-hmm. um, and in a very real sense. And that means that he has commands. He oh, ha- that's good. He has, we, we as his subjects, we have clear commands. We're not, he doesn't leave us to guess what he wants us to do. He's not a disorganized mm-hmm. king. He, he has given us what, uh, uh, he has revealed what his will is. Yeah, and I think that, so in the last segment, we talked about some of the, um, some of the traps that mm-hmm. we tend to fall into when we're trying to discern the will of God. Uh, if you missed any of those, engagemagazine.net slash podcast, and you'll find it there. But in this episode, or in this segment, what we really want to focus on are the positive side to that. Mm-hmm. The, the how do we know right. those commands? Um, and I, you know, we kind of were directing ourselves toward that at the end of the segment. But if you're separated from Scripture, mm-hmm. you're not going to know the right. will of God. Yeah. Period. Mm. Uh, you can only find it within uh, within the confines of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that God cannot speak to you? outside of scripture through godly wisdom right. through you know a, a, a pastor or teacher or you know things like that absolutely not mm-hmm. but all of those things must be subservient right. to scripture and i think to illustrate this uh the the, the parable of um oh i can't remember lazarus the par- the parable of lazarus in the in the rich man yeah lazarus yep. and the rich man yeah and the rich man who's in in sheol and the bad part mm-hmm. and he's like um, please send someone from the grave to my brothers and tell them, you know, to repent. And um, he was basically said, uh, he was basically told, no, they don't need this. They have Moses and the prophets. They have Moses and the prophets. They have the scriptures. They have the written word of God. They don't need anything uh, crazy. Right. Well, in, in addition, <laughs> uh, Jesus says, even if someone did raise mm-hmm. from the dead, they still would not believe. Right. And it's so funny to me because we have someone who raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. Of his own volition, mm-hmm. uh, and people still do not believe. Mm-hmm. So I mean, his words are proven, yeah, right, yeah. And belief is belief there is directly tied to the scripture, absolutely, <laughs> because yeah. they have all that is needed mm-hmm. within the scripture itself. It goes back to the doctrine of sola scriptura, uh, which, if you're unfamiliar with that, it's it's a beautiful doctrine on the authority of scripture uh, that I encourage you to to, mm-hmm. to study up on. But so, how can we tell the word the the will of God? Uh, first, right off the bat, study scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the the thing. When we study Scripture, all right, so let's say uh, that we, we're trying to say, okay, God, do you want me to marry this woman? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do not go into Scripture looking for her name. 
Do not go into scripture looking for a, a description of brown hair or blonde hair and blue eyes. Don't do that. Just look in the scriptures. Because as we said in the last segment, if our desire is God, mm-hmm. then everything else. Jesus himself said, seek first the kingdom. And that's mm-hmm. what he's talking about. Your ultimate desire mm-hmm. should be the person of God. Yeah. And everything else will flow out of that. And I think that's key there. Having the, that I think it's an end goal, that end goal in mind, that the the glory of God in mind. Yes. It forces you to look at the big picture because discerning the will of God is not a small picture thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not, like you said, you're not going to go to the scripture and discern like in, in, in explicit terms who you're going to marry. Right. Um, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. I never saw a scripture that said, Teddy James, thou shalt marry Allison. No, no, not not in the version I've read anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but you you go to the scripture, what you're what you're looking for is a change in yourself. Mm-hmm. You're looking to be conformed to the pattern of Christ. And that's the key. We are conforming to Christ, mm-hmm. not conforming God to us. Oh, exactly. And that yeah. is, you know, one of the big things is and, and you had said this earlier. We said that Jesus is our king. Mm-hmm. So when we come to our king, we have to do so with a couple of realizations, a couple of things in our mind. One, we have no rights to mm. bring before him. Mm. Okay? We are a, a doulos, as as Paul would say, and I think even James wrote, um, I am a bond servant yeah. of Christ. I am a slave of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um and so what that means is I I personally have no rights. Now, in America, that kind of grates against yeah, us, yeah. right? I mean, it's because we, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. um, that absolutely applies when, when we're standing before government. Mm-hmm. But we're not standing before an earthly government. We exactly. are standing before our creator king, mm-hmm. uh, the only uncreated one, our majestic God. Mm-hmm. We are standing before him, and before him, we have no rights. Mm-hmm. But as children of the king, Hmm. we come to him as heirs. Right. So when we come to him, we say, my desire Hmm. is not my comfort. It's not my ease. It's not my wealth. It is your glory. Mm -hmm. And when we come to him with that perspective, things begin to change. Now, this leads to a really important question that I want to get to after I remind you that you're listening to Engage <laughs> Magazine on American Family Radio. Uh, we do want to wish you a happy new year. And and let me just tell you, the reason that we're doing this program on discerning the will of God is because we think that it's beneficial for us to occasionally step step back and just meditate on how do we know what the will of God is and how do we know if we're walking in that. And And to us... Uh, New Year's is just a great mm-hmm. time uh, to do that. It's a great opportunity for us to take to do that. And when we're talking about discerning the will of God, we have to ask ourselves a couple of questions on what we really believe about the character of God. Yeah. All right. Do we believe that what God reveals of himself in Scripture is true? Mm. Here's what I mean by that. Do we believe that God is good? Mm. Okay. If the answer is yes, then a good God would reveal his will to us. Right. One. Two, would reveal it in a way that we could understand. Mm. And three, would reveal it in a way that we could understand it and apply it. Right. Now, if we believe, if Scripture says that God is good, and it does, and Scripture says that God is loving, Mm. and it does, if we believe that God is good and he loves us, 
then we also would believe that he wants us to know his will Mm -hmm. and will communicate it in a way that we understand it. And that's such a comforting thought, too, that God is consistent. Yes. That he is consistent. And what he says in his word is what he means. Um, And so when we're looking to discern his will, I'm not saying it's easy. No, it's not easy, especially when you're applying it to very specific circumstances. But you're not helpless. You're well, not and also, the onus is not on you, mm-hmm. right? So when we understand that God is good, that mm-hmm. God is loving, and that God wants me to understand his will, mm-hmm. all right, and and let me throw this in there too, and I am spending time with him mm-hmm. in his word, yeah. okay? Again, I cannot stress that enough. When those things are lined up, then the responsibility to communicate the will of God, it's not on us, mm. And it's not a national treasure puzzle, <laughs> treasure hunt type of thing either. Right. Um, when I communicate, I've got three kids, right? I have a five-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. The way that I discuss what I want done to my five-year-old mm-hmm. is very different than how I discuss it with my two-year-old. Right. Right. My five-year-old... I'm giving her a list, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I want your room clean, which means I want your bed made, I want the stuff off the floor, I want the clothes in the in the dresser, and mm-hmm. I want this stuff hung up. Mm-hmm. I tell her that at one time. Yeah. My four-year-old, I do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. My two-year-old, I say, okay, son, this <laughs> toy goes in that bucket, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I'm breaking it down in a way that each child can mm. understand it. How evil would I be if I came up and said, okay, two-year-old, room clean now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not communicating yeah. what I want him to do in a way he can understand. Mm-hmm. But we look at God and say that's what he does. Right. Well, God has this will, but it's some big thing I can't understand. No. Yeah. Spend time mm-hmm. and, and seriously spend time with him mm-hmm. studying his word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a couple of things. Um that I wanted to get into with this because we do need to be um, reading scripture, but it can't be a one way street. There's also prayer and fasting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a spiritual discipline that we don't discuss very often. Right. Yeah. And and, and that's all a part of um, becoming conformed to the image of Christ too. I mean, you look in the scriptures and he, he prayed and he fasted. And if the, the son of God, I think had to do that, he, mm-hmm. he was being obedient in that. How much more do we have to do that? Right, yeah. right. And yet, we, I mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be honest and, and confess here, I think that that's one of the things. And, and I don't know, I don't know why, I don't really know where we lost it, I, I, but I know it's not something that I hear taught about very often. Right. Um, but when we're discussing knowing the will of God, now, here's. There's a ditch we can fall into here. Yeah, exactly. All right? Mm -hmm. We could say, God, I'm not going to eat until you tell me that I can buy this thing. (laughs) Um, No, that's a kid throwing a tantrum and holding their breath. Okay, we don't come to God like that. But we do say, God, being obedient to you and bringing Mm -hmm. glory to your name is more important to me than food. Mm -hmm. I do not worship the God of my belly. Mm -hmm. I worship you. Mm -hmm. And you take precedent over all things. Right. But it goes back to what we've been talking about this entire program. What is our ultimate desire? Mm-hmm. And our desire has to be bringing glory to God. Yeah. And I think uh, a question um, in the times where it is confusing and you really want to know what the will of the Lord is, um, a question to ask yourself is, does this bring glory to God? 
does this make me more like Christ? And does this require me to go against his word? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think when it comes to just asking ourselves questions, and I think that that is such a beneficial Mm -hmm. thing to do, a couple of other really good questions to ask um, include, where can I make the biggest impact for the kingdom? Mm. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You may not be called to the place you want to go. You mm. may want to go to Hawaii and God's calling you to Siberia. Oh, yeah. um, you know, but hey, if that's where you can make the bigger impact, get you some fur boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, where am I going to have to rely on Christ the most? Mm. And I, I think that's one of those questions that if I'm being completely honest, I'm scared to ask. Yeah. That's not a comfortable question <laughs> no. to ask. Um, uh-huh. And yet, in my experience, it is one of the most life-changing mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we get comfortable, uh, we tend to forget God. Right. Mm-hmm. And But when we are uncomfortable, we realize, Christ, I need you for all things. Mm-hmm. And not only that... But it becomes, we get a greater and greater desire to honor and glorify Christ in every single thing that we do. And the thing is, it's not just true of our lives, it's true of our ministry at Engage. It's what we seek to do every day, every week, through articles, through radio programs and podcasts, engagemagazine.net. We want to help you share truth and apply scripture and help you discern the will of God every week. See you next week.